Welcome everybody to another episode of Film House, where we talk about movies, movie news, we debate the best and the worst that the film industry has to offer. Sometimes we talk about TV. We're probably going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier next week, so I guess that's not a movie at all. But this week we are talking about movies, one movie specifically, and we're going to be reviewing the hell out of it. That's that's a reference to the fact that one of the characters goes to hell and then comes back. We're talking Mortal Kombat this week. This is our unadulterated red band review. Okay, um, we're going to save the spoilers to a little bit later on. What's that? What's that, Ryan? It's a fuck yeah. It's a red band review. Yeah, nice. It's a red we're band using. review. You're right. Uh, no holds Ryan, barred. Ryan, we have a couple guests this week. I've, I've picked fine-tuned. I've picked my my champions to discuss this <laughs> film because, because that's the kind of opinions I want on this. Um, and so I'm joined by Patrick Brown. Hi. Glad to be Ryan, here. <laughs> What's Ryan your arcana? Haley. What's your arcana, Patrick? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my Hi. arcana? Uh... Uh, snakes. Pretty sure it's <laughs> off the top of my head, snakes. You have snakes come off the top of your head? Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Kind of on brand. I really want to talk about it's everyone's Akana's. Um, <laughs> because that really is something that amused me. Uh, Ryan Haley. I'm Ryan Haley from the Earth Realm. And my Akana is I have fire on my lips that requires chapstick right now. <laughs> Or else the they'll, they'll hurt you. In the, in the first cool. game that they did not, we did not see showcased in the movie. Um, and Chris Damaris. Hello. Uh, I'm f- also from Earthrealm. Uh, my arcana mm-hmm. is uh, Critters. Arcana. I got um, Critters? Critters. Yeah, like, like, Love that not movie. The, not the 80s like, creature oh, film. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. More like... Yeah. I think like rodents and stuff. I can I can control them at my at my. Oh, I can shoot them out of my fingers and stuff. You're, you're like Willard. Yeah. It's funny that none of us know. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Willard with the Crispin Glover's famous. Have we talked? Yeah. Have we ta- have we talked about next that week, one on this podcast? Next week we're going to be reviewing Willard. <laughs> okay. um, I saw it in the theater. So did you? Wow. I, did, um, I don't know why. Uh, so anyway, uh, this pretty is establishes a pretty good baseline for all of us that we have seen the movie. I I can say that I've seen it twice. Oh my god! Um, and and uh, none of us seem to know what the rules are for Akana's. <laughs> Can I be from Outworld? Way, actually? <laughs> What's that? Can I be from Outworld? Uh, that depends. Do you like barren wastelands and maybe you carry a hammer? Yeah, and I can also, I don't know if you knew this, but I can go to and fro where, wherever I want uh, with mm. some smoke. With snakes? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, smoke yeah I have smoke, smoke travel. Snake technology. Okay. With All right, snake so, travel. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat, but I want to establish a couple things first off. Mm. I'm familiar with at least two of the opinions here. Okay. I know how Chris felt about it because he stated publicly, and I know how Brian, or uh, I know how uh, Patrick Brown, sorry, I said Brian for some reason. You can, I guess Brown. you can call me Brian if you want. <laughs> Patrick, uh, um, that's Patrick his, that's feels about combat, it because we've, combat name. we've yeah. discussed it. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> I also know how I feel about it. That being said, Ryan watched it last night. I did. And and so I haven't talked about it at all with him, so this is going to be a complete surprise. But I did pick it because I feel like generally uh, Patrick felt pretty negative on the film and Chris felt pretty positive on the film. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that we have a swath of <laughs> Chris's face. Shock. Just shock. I want to make sure we have a, a, a swath of opinions because... If it were up to me, 
I I would shit on this movie for one hour straight, but I don't yeah. want that to be what this podcast is because from all I because from the reviews and I've talked to a lot of people about it, it's like a 50-50 split. It's like really? a 50 it's cr- it's a crazy 50-50 split of people that were like that was sweet, I loved it and other people who were like why was this made and why does this exist? It's like there's no middle ground. I don't think that there's wow. anyone who's like eh like kind of about it. Um, and I think that's really interesting for a movie and I'd love to get into that. So um, I'm just kind of going to open the floor and uh, maybe starting with the opinions we already are a little bit more familiar with. We can just talk just broadly about your how you felt about this movie. Mm-hmm. Patrick, go well, ahead. Okay. So uh, I don't know what was happening in this. Movie. First of all, the biggest thing, there's no tournament in this movie. <laughs> That's true. So well, which is turn the whole <laughs> yeah. thing of Mortal Kombat. The entire premise of Mortal Kombat is that mm. there's this tournament and they talk about the tournament for the entire movie, but it never happens. It's just people fighting each other. It's called Off- sequel, some- baby sequel often in tournament like arenas, mm-hmm. but it's not a tournament. Uh, yeah, the, there is text at the very opening of the film that says nine out of ten tournaments have taken place. Yes. And if the Earthrealm loses this final tournament, then uh, Outworld gets to invade and essentially take over. And this is how they determine the hierarchy of the realms, which yeah, is the and, same plot as the 95 one, which is the same plot as the 95 one is also one. The, generally the plot of Mortal Kombat, just like in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so so it is established there at the very beginning of the movie. But yes, Patrick, you're right. At no point. Instead, it seems like Shang Tsung appears as the villain mm-hmm. and says, well, instead of doing a tournament, what if we just cheat and kill off all of the everybody really pathetic? The remaining Earth warriors who seem yeah. to be chosen arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, it's not arbitrary. They have the mark. mark. Well, but how do they get the mark? Well, is, let's my not, is one mean, of my favorite plot elements of this movie. Um, okay, so so broadly, you you were pretty upset that there was no tournament, um, and you were a little confused. Yeah, I also don't know who. I spent a good chunk of the movie wondering who the main character was, mm-hmm. uh, and it turns out no one. That's just a new okay. a new guy that they came uh-huh. up with. Um, yeah. Also, kind of difficult to tell. Uh, he's a family man. And I think uh-huh. we talked about this, James, but <laughs> yeah. it's it is at times difficult to tell which who is his daughter and who is his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I th- the first time I watched it, I thought that was his girlfriend and younger sister. That's what I thought. Yeah. At first. Yeah. <laughs> but it very, I watched it. Yeah. They're very close in age, seemingly. Yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah. I can tell you the second time I watched it. It is it is more firmly established that it is his wife and potential stepdaughter or actual daughter. Yeah, that, the, oh. that is still unclear. I think I, th- okay. I, I, I got to like stepdaughter. That's where I settled while <laughs> well, I was watching. It. it started out. Oh, little sister. Wait, mm-hmm. that must be his daughter. Wait, I think that's his stepdaughter. That's kind of pro- mm-hmm. progression okay. in yeah. my mind. You know, I had the s- the same f- f- logic pattern in my brain uh, that you guys just had, but well, the thing that I didn't understand is, you know, the 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 guy who runs the gym, 
seemingly mm-hmm. seemed like he had, didn't know who this person was, the girl, right? Am I crazy? <laughs> yeah. And, and it seems like she should have been there the whole time if she if he's been raising her. like watching him get beat up? Maybe. I guess. Well, no, because she's also his coach. Well, oh, right. That's what I... It's, let, all right. Okay. So we'll, we can dig that. into this. Let's, let's dig into this. So Chris, Chris, uh, yeah, yeah. let's talk broadly because I, I, you liked it, right? I you did. enjoyed it? I liked it. Okay. 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 First of all, I was surprised by it Okay. throughout whether or not... I mean, one, little sister, uh-huh. daughter, who knows? Constantly <laughs> constant surprises. <laughs> Keeps you in the tournament. Maybe not. Uh-huh. Not at all. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Scorpion... Can I spoil? I mean, good guy, right? Okay. I was like, well, yeah. that's different, for, at least from the the previous movie. Uh, and who's this dude? This rest, this uh, fighter dude, Cole. I don't know who that is. I was I, so, <laughs> a lot of surprises. What is anyone else? Uh huh. A lot of surprises. Um, yeah, you're right. And then I thought the fight sequences were all fun and good, and exactly what I wanted from Mortal Kombat movie. They're like. Mm-hmm. Well choreographed, lots of uh, blood. It was way bloodier than I thought it was gonna be, and and like, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way, in a good way. Where I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, they're they're really doing it. They had the, they'd uh, turn the uh, blood effects on, in mm-hmm. in in yeah. the options menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, they said all the 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 stupid lines that I wanted them to say. <laughs> they, say. Like they definitely they, they did. Said them all. And flawless and, and, victory. And, yep. and, yeah. And you know they found a way to incorporate them in a way that like. Uh, was somewhat relevant. They didn't just say, you know, they're like, Kaina oh, it was wins. a flaw. It was a, yeah. Kaina wins. Kaina Kaina wins. Did. Well, he did win. <laughs> he did win. He did win. You're right. And it he was a flawless win. victory. Yeah. That, well, that's, and Kung his Lao soul says, was his. So, so Kung Lao says flawless victory mm-hmm. later on in the film. Yeah. And Shang Tsung says, yeah. My favorite is when <laughs> I think Luke Kang goes like, like, I think Luke Kang is the one who says fatality, but it's clearly ADR, like later <sighs> yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Okay. okay, so you enjoyed the fact that it was, you could not have, in your mind, predicted what this movie was going to be. It, uh-huh. it subverted a lot of what you expected from Mortal Kombat, but also delivered another thing. It, yeah, it delivered what I wanted, but still surprised me. Okay. Or I didn't, or I didn't know I was uh, wanting to be surprised. Okay. All right. All right. Ryan, this is what I'm most, I'm very curious about this. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about Mortal Kombat 2021? Well, broadly? just to set it up, you know, I, uh, I'm probably the only one here and I, and I am ashamed, honestly, even say this, that I have never seen the 1995 Mortal Kombat. All right. Yes. What? James has, for the audio listeners, James has his head in his hands. Chris, Marcia's lip, his hands went up in the oh air. God. Patrick is wheezing or something snakes are uh, coming out of his head I'll watch it tonight yeah, if yeah. You want to well, watch that's right so i have a very good reason oh right what it was 1995 so i was nine and i was not 13 yet so my fucking mom wouldn't let me watch it okay and then i just mm. never went back and watched it so i blame my mom it's all on I her was, all I was on good parenting and it was a transformative <laughs> yeah. experience for me you were you weren't yeah. thirteen yet, and you got to watch uh, over PG thirteen level mom, movie. My mom oh went my to God. the store when I was in fucking when I when the the first game came out on Genesis. Yes. She went to the store when it opened at nine a.m. to pick up my fucking pre order, and we got it on Genesis because that's the one that had the blood code. We come so, from different wow. worlds, James Willems. I yeah, saw you are. <laughs> Mom, so if you're going I... to the store, pick me up a <laughs> Mortal Kombat and a box of rubbers. 
A whole cotton of cigarettes, smoke them all. <laughs> um, um, okay, so you haven't, you've never seen. So this is your first Mortal Kombat movie. It's my first Mortal Kombat film. Uh, I'm obviously familiar with the, the 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 video game series. I love the newest ones. Like like to me, the uh, the, the the old ones when I was growing up were cool. I, I was more of a Street Fighter man myself. But now that mm -hmm. like they've f gone full on like the gore cutscenes. I'm just so all about that. It's I love good. playing a new Mortal Kombat and going through all of them and seeing all the fucked up ways they've figured out mm -hmm. how to kill people, the psychopaths that make that game. So anyway, mm -hmm. I was excited to see that part of this. And 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 I also, I didn't go into it blind. I went into it after you said that it's hot, I want to say hot garbage, two hours of hot garbage. You hated the movie. So I knew that. Then I had my friends Adam saying, dude, you've got to see about Mortal Kombat. I fucking loved it. So I got the 50-50 people coming yeah. at me. And I, 50, 50. before I watched the film, I was like, dude, I think I'm going to love this movie. And sure enough, I kind of did. I'm yes. definitely in the Chris Damaris camp. I, yeah. I, I mean, once I kind of saw what they were doing, which is basically like fucked storylines. It's just, uh, it's just like the game. Just come to watch the people get murdered in fun ways. And if that's all you're there for, you're going to have a good time. If you're there for the canon and the in-depth character arcs and whatever that uh, I assume James as a huge fan since the age of 11 you know you really yeah. get into the, the, the characters i have i don't care at all i mm -hmm. love the blood I, I i like you know violent movies that go heavy on the blood i loved how you'd get stabbed in the spleen a whole like two gallons of blood would come out and they'd just be fine <laughs> still like you know keep mm -hmm. going that was great like uh, uh so it, it if it was definitely all about the just waiting for the next person to get murdered in fun ways um i loved when that girl got i want to say what melina got cut in half by Raiden's helmet or somebody no, else's no, helmet. Yeah, I don't know no. the characters. It was Natara, wow. whatever. It was, mm -hmm. that was probably the highlight for me, but a lot of stuff was, there was just fun stuff throughout. So I'm going to go solid B minus overall. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, I, I, and again, I respect everyone's opinions and it's something I've seen. Listen, I actually saw this movie a while ago. And so I've had, my opinions on it for a while and I was just waiting for it to come out to see like, okay, like, is this going to be, well, how are people going to feel about this? And so I am not shocked to hear that people are 50, 50 on it. Um, to, to your point about like the gaming stuff, there is definitely legacy effect from the, having played all the games, really loving all the games. But I do think for me personally, especially the most recent games, Part of the reason I just couldn't enjoy this movie is because it felt it felt more like a throwaway video game than the games feel now. If that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> like like if you play Mortal Kombat 11, the characters have very unique play styles and they have different every character like uses a different martial art and those those super cinematic moves that they do most of the best stuff that's in the movie is stolen directly from the game but i feel like in the game it's shot better <laughs> like <laughs> weirdly like it's like i feel like the fight scenes are better in the game and even like stuff like characters like sonya or kano or whatever i feel like there's more personality in the game when you're playing as them so you'll do a move with kano where he'll like grab him throw him down and chop him and he'll like laugh and stuff like and i felt like there was more personality there's more personality currently in the game than there was in this movie and i think that was hard for me and then again 
you like you add a new character. This movie adds Cole Young, who is of course. the bloodline of Scorpion. And yep. you're like, okay, I have no problem. Tons of movies have always added a new entry point because they're trying to get you into this world. But my weird thing about this is it feels like they abandoned that. They realized he was boring. Like like yeah. 20 minutes in, they were like, oh, shit, we don't know what this guy is. He is yeah. pretty boring. And then the whole movie shifts its perspective to Kano, who is actually interesting and fun to watch. He was yes. pretty fun to watch. He was great. I, I honestly I honestly loved him in this movie. I yeah. thought his performance was great. I was like, this is yeah. exactly the Kano I want. He's like stealing, stealing scenes from all the other everybody else from everybody else. He's stealing scenes. And for me, like as a movie, that's just such a weird thing. It's I think that's how I felt most of the time as I was watching it. I'm like, what's going on? Like, (laughs) I didn't feel like anyone was in control, I guess. It is kind of in in the end. It felt to me like like without Kano. I will say that I was like that first half would have been pretty boring without Kano. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, it felt like to me one of those movies that they make just to hang on to the rights, but <laughs> with like a slightly higher, like they took the I, script for a movie that was written to hang on to the rights and then they just like injected a lot more money into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I was mean, honest. I, oh, sorry. It's like, it's no, like no, two locations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but actually, I counted the locations. I was texting with someone last night and I counted the locations and there's like six. There's yeah, six locations. There's and it's the temple, largely the yeah. temple where they train, uh-huh. the MMA ring. Yep. There is uh, um, the trailer park, Sonya's house. Yep, Cole's house, mm-hmm. and Scorpion's house. No, and uh, I think I diner, think Sonya's house diner? and Cole, Sonya's house the and Cole's diner. house, I think are the same location. At but at oh, you're one talking is, about outside the yogurt shop. One is at night. Doesn't count as a location. Scorpion's house. Scorpion's house. Scorpion's house. I said Scorpion's house. I said okay. Scorpion's What about Sub Zero's house? There are again, there are also some obscure locations that pop up towards the end of the movie, like the pit, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. fight on the pit. By the way, no one gets knocked into it. Spoiler I was a little, I was disappointed. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, fucking, what the like, fuck? Oh, like they fight on the pit and no one gets knocked in the pit. I was like, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting worked up. I, yeah. Um, I, I, well, that is a criticism. That's a valid criticism. Well, Ryan, you were gonna you were gonna say something. I was just gonna say that based on your, especially your review and how shit it was, I was expecting <laughs> shittier action and violence and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I really think that they, because I agree with you. I'm sitting there watching who the this is such a jumbled mess of a structure of a film. Uh, mm-hmm. But every time a really cool action scene would go by or, or a stunt would happen, I'm like, well, that was really well done. But so something, somebody is in control. Maybe the VFX supervisor is the only one that really knows what's going on in this fucking thing. Uh, and and was just maybe. I mean, I out. think I think there's some good fight choreography. I think that yeah. fight choreography suffers when there's a CG character involved, though. Oof. Like the forearm yeah. man. I, well, Goro, oh, Prince Goro. I also, th- I also think um, uh, the fight with reptile is just, in my opinion, in my opinion, is completely confusing and kind of really bad i like is that the one where they put the flare on him where they put the flare on him yeah and it's like it ends cool because it ends with kano doing his thing but there's like Mm -hmm. a bunch of setup and i again i watched it twice okay because i watched (laughs) i i saw it a while ago and then i was like okay i want to make sure that if i'm going to talk about this i'm going to like 
make sure that like I'm familiar with it. And and I also had a friend who hadn't seen it. So I was like, I'll watch it with you. Um, and so uh, my friend fell asleep. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 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 so I watched it again and I was like, it's just real. There's a lot of cuts that don't make sense. And, and this is a problem with the whole movie in some of the fight scenes in general. People disappear when they're not in the shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's which I guess is a video game thing, so it can save on RAM. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, there are so many scenes where like Cole will like throw two punches, and then and then they'll just cut, and then it's Sonya fighting, and you're like, where is Cole? Or like, mm-hmm. and and that reptile thing is really weird because Kano just kind of like pops up and then does the thing at the end, even though Sonya got like thrown the knife. Also, the whole movie shits on Sonya. She's pretty boring, but like it is really funny how many times Sonia says, "What do you think like that?" And every single man in the room goes, "Why don't you shut the fuck up? You don't have a mark. <laughs> you don't have a mark. <laughs> Sit mark down." Was. But I I want to talk about oh, just a positive things real quick. You can see where they really put an effort because the opening with Scorpion and Sub Zero is fantastic, amazing yeah. fight choreography. Yeah. I think it's shot really well. And the final fight, spoiler, with them fighting again is also great. Um, they do steal like a that lot was a of cool people. I've asked setting. other people, what, like it's a literally cool setting. But cool, like yeah. there's like, oh, it's so cool. He like takes his blood and he like freezes it and he stabs him with it and he throws him through. Uh, he throws him through like an ice wall and stuff. And I'm like, that is literally what he does in the game when you press yes. L and R at the same time. Like, like they they are they pulled the the coolest shit from other a game already but mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it, it's weird it has these like huge ups and huge downs and like they clearly hold th- elements of the game in high regard so much so that they feel like we can't get out of this unless we have shang Tsung say your soul is mine or like you know or Flawless it's funny Victory that it's and- funny that you see uh, direct shots taken from the game as like a, a negative drawback you're like oh you just stole that from a video game no no <laughs> I'm, if it's because that's the problem though it's in the game it's better <laughs> okay <laughs> and i feel like and, and 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 when we go back to like Mortal Kombat and where it came from, people are saying, oh, we really like this movie as much as we liked Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog. And we're like finally making like really good video game adaptations. And while I didn't particularly like Detective Pikachu or Sonic the Hedgehog, um, I, I totally get that people are like, we are figuring out how to tell stories of these things that are just like jump, you know, run, jump do yeah. nothing right like we're figuring mm-hmm. out how to turn it into a narrative except that mortal Kombat only exists because the makers were obsessed with enter the dragon <laughs> and essentially adapted a movie into a video yeah. game you know so it's weird that mortal Kombat was never just like a game without story it was like it was like one of the video games that was like the story was like the driving probably better than the gameplay was like mm-hmm. a driving factor. So it is weird when they were like, well, let's let's change it. I um, never knew the story till now. So um, oh, it's funny that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I knew the story. I mean, I didn't do the story of the first one or two. Mm-hmm. And I knew it got pretty nuts in the game. Mm, yeah, uh, for sure. And I remembered the story of the first one, uh, first movie. So like mm-hmm. as someone who liked the games, a lot when I was younger, but then had kind of like not really kept up with them. Uh, 
and so this was more like a revisiting childhood thing i was like this is super fun and i'm having a great time this is just what yeah. i wanted as a kid and mm-hmm. as an adult like i'm happy as with both mm-hmm. of them uh but I, I could see how if you if you as a fan of the games had kept up with them and mm-hmm. had seen them get better and progress and all these other things evolve could also be disappointed in that it is so simplistic and like not maybe maybe not as good as the games are now but having based it off of like i never really played heavily past like maybe the fourth game or something mm-hmm. um and really didn't get involved since i was a kid like i was like all for it mm-hmm. yeah and i get that like it definitely has those like it does feel like this movie is what you pictured in your head when you were playing the game as a kid but the weird thing yeah. is if you've been keeping up with the games they already made that game like they already made that thing and you can go play yeah. it. like yeah. <laughs> you know and, and like and it's it's pretty interesting i ryan you haven't seen the 1995 film but mm-hmm. i'd be curious what you would think if you did see it because for me watching these two it felt like this movie is what would have come out in 1995 when someone was trying to tell a studio executive like like we need an entry point for the people aren't going to understand you know like when you mm-hmm. think about comic book movies before a certain point and they are all like or the Mario Brothers movie is a perfect example it's mm-hmm. like how do we make a game about the Mario Brothers? Ah, uh, they're like, uh, they go in and there's a city and like but they add so much shit. Because that's like, still the only good movie. video game movie. <laughs> Mario Brothers? Yes. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat and 95 Mortal Kombat. Those are the only two good video game movies. And Angry Birds. Don't forget that And one. Angry Birds. Oh, Angry Birds. That's fair. And um, Far Cry. But it is interesting because now we have, now we have situations like, uh, Mar- Marvel movies and stuff we're, we're just straight up adapting the source material because we're like oh we trust that it's good enough you know we're, we're actually changing things to make it movies but like we trust mm-hmm. that the source material is good enough and it feels like Mortal Kombat 1995 would be the movie that came out today hmm. because it's straight yeah. up it's straight like the beginning is like straight up a character select screen it's mm-hmm. like your favorite characters go and then participate in all the phases of the tournament essentially working their yeah. way up the ladder and then at the end it has what would be the final fight of a mortal Kombat game like it's pretty weird how the ad- ad- adaptation someone in 2021 was like people aren't going to understand mortal Kombat. you know it's are weird. you saying paul ws anderson was ahead of his time yeah i mean in, he's made a couple good ones in all things do, do you think and i and this is a i, I might agree with you i don't know if would the movie have been better if they had just had a they'd gone to the actual tournament and participated i mean i I, it depends on what they did with it but i think so yeah i want to get into we can i have the wikipedia open and we Uh can kind of like talk through the plot of the movie which will have all kinds of spoilers and stuff and we can just get our genuine reactions to different things um but i I do want to talk more about my thoughts on that and like how they chose to pick and choose things from the game um, right after a word from our sponsors. 
It's 2021 and a lot of us are being more open talking about mental health. That's why we're excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, there's some misunderstanding out there uh, about exactly what therapy is, but here's the thing. You get to decide what your therapy is and what it isn't. You shape that experience. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings if you don't want it to be. Whether you're looking for tools to improve your motivation, you're facing down anxiety or depression, or you just want strategies to improve your relationships at home and at work, therapy can help everyone. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers phone, video, and even online chat sessions with your therapist. Plus, it's more affordable than in-person therapy and can get you set up faster too. You can start communicating with your therapist within 48 hours. So join millions of people benefiting from therapy because you are your greatest asset. I'm a big fan of self-improvement in a lot of ways, and therapy is a huge, huge part of that. I hope that we can find a way through BetterHelp to making sure that therapy is accessible to people that need it, because I think all of us could benefit from talking about where we are in our life and where we want to be and the things we need to do to feel better just in general. Um, Filmhouse is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our viewers and listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Filmhouse. That's BetterHelp.com slash Filmhouse. This episode of Filmhouse is sponsored by Me Undies. Me Undies are the softest, most blissful underwear in the galaxy. And speaking of galaxies, Me Undies is releasing a new version of a very popular past print. He's a 50-year-old alien toddler, enjoys eating frogs, and is a hide-and-seek pro. You guessed it, Me Undies is collabing with Star Wars to bring back the cutest bounty from a galaxy far, far away in their all-new print, The Child Returns. I love Me Undies underwears. I've said before that I think you can do a major disservice to yourself by not wearing a nice pair of underwear. I mean, you should be wearing underwear. And if you're going to wear underwear, you should make sure you're comfortable. And me undies are some of the softest, some of the most comfortable. And I also love for the uh, exercise aspect of it. Sometimes you get those other cheaper kinds of underwear that feel bad and they get crunched up. And this doesn't happen. Me undies sticks to you like a glove, a comfortable glove that has uh, the child from a very popular sci-fi show on it. Um, the Child Returns comes in men and women's undies, bralettes, socks, onesies, lounge pants, and buddy bands, so even your dog can don some goods. It also comes in sizes from extra small to 4XL. The Child has been the absolute cutest print to date. Don't miss your chance to have the brand new release. MeUndies is offering our audience 15% off and free shipping for first-time purchasers. Now this cute little bounty before it's gone. Get your 15% off your order and free shipping a 100% set satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash filmhouse that's meundies.com slash filmhouse okay all right so we're gonna get into spoilers i think that's an interesting question if if they just had a tournament which was really good fight scenes i probably would have felt like maybe the premise wasn't betrayed more mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know i i, it, it, I do remember at one point checking and like hitting the little thing so i could see where it was on the timeline of the movie i was like when are they going to get to the tournament? I do remember being like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're like 30 minutes yeah. from the end of, aren't they? And then I was like, huh, okay, I guess they're not. And then whenever they had that whole plan, it's like, they don't want the tournament. We're taking the tournament. Then. And then I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. Yeah. But that's the whole just, thing is like, is, the tournament is yeah. what makes Mortal Kombat. Like if you take a step back, the tournament is what makes it interesting and kind of scary. 
is that it's like a fight to the death between two people with like that mm-hmm. has this important outcome within the lore and all that stuff. But when you when you remove that from it, it's just a bunch of people like these people show up at this place and attack every attack I would everyone disagree. who's at this place. Then those people go attack them at this other place. And mm-hmm. it, it's just like I don't know. It it took it kind of took all the stakes out of it for me. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ryan, well, what do you think? Well, here's what I uh, let me uh, portray a question to you, uh, James. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. our wrestling m- man in house, right? Is is not what uh, is wrestling, but not just like a, a glorified behind the scenes quote unquote of a of a show. This is kind of like it's like they're getting in the to the. They're doing the wrestling thing. They're like showing you what happens leading up to the big tournament. And then in our sequel, we're going to get obviously a really cool Mortal Kombat tournament. Duh. Mm-hmm. So like like this is like the, the big pre-show yeah. to WrestleMania slash Mortal Kombat. And uh, uh, why don't you like that, James? Well, it's more a like- couple things. <laughs> you agree with that premise? I, I, have a, I have a couple responses to that. Number yes. one, uh, generally pre-shows for WrestleMania are free. Okay. So if they wanted to, okay. if they wanted to release a pre movie to this movie, which is like a short film about Shang Tsung trying to sabotage the tournament, I'd be all uh-huh. for it. But I do think that if the premise of your film is text on a screen that says there is a tournament and it happens and everything is at stake in this tournament, and then the whole the rest of the movie is everyone going the tournament doesn't matter all that much. <laughs> I do think that's a little weird. And I think the only other wrestling comparison I could draw is that there was a long phase in WCW where champions would like a match would never end with a pin or a submission. Someone would come in and do a DQ and it was very unsatisfying because you never felt Mm. like you knew who the winner was. So those are the only two wrestling comparisons that I could come up with. I I have Um, one respond to that. I would I would argue that this is like. If the pre-show was happening with a packed audience and it was like the backstage camera, but the wrestlers just never came out to the ring. <laughs> they just well, hold on. all the fighting, <laughs> all the fighting, wrestling. all the action happened backstage on that camera. And you know, you're watching it on the Megatron, but they never come out to the stage. Hmm. Well, what okay. if in all the right. middle of the pre-show, the main show starts happening and you're like oh my goodness they're not even Uh on stage and it's already started who could have expected this what (laughs) that's fair that's all all very fair points that is a fair point i will say to your point about the title card i was thoroughly confused by that title card like i was reading an entire (laughs) sentence i'm like i don't know what that sentence just said what the fuck are you talking about i even have it up here right now and that's, it's, that's my big thing with this movie sometimes is I'm like, why did you say something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they could have done no title card whatsoever. Uh-huh. And, and, and it still would have just felt like Shang Tsung's like, there are people that defend Earth. And if we kill them, then Earth won't have a defense. Boom. There you go. Kill, de- kill them all. Kill them all. Right. <laughs> I, I, I was worried by the title card. When, 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 when it started, I was like. Those are words, and yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they all work. They're, I know mm-hmm. each word's meaning, but I don't know yeah. when you combine them like yeah. that, what I'm supposed to mean. Like, like literally the last line I have it right here, this is what confused me the most. A new group of champions will be united by the rise of Hanzo Hasashi's blood. 
And in my mind, mm-hmm. I think I'm thinking about that literally. I'm like, okay, his blood is gonna rise it is up. It but is it's literal. Like, it's kind of literal. But like, yeah. literal. kind of. The movie, that it's didn't, literal. Yeah, it's like yeah, but... that didn't. As a t- the, the opening thing is supposed to be like the simplistic. Like, here's the setup mm-hmm. that you need, not yeah, like I, I a figurative. Right. Like, uh-huh. let's get like into the. It's it, the title card was probably the worst part of the movie i'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> but, but i think i think that's interesting because that's like i think where some of the division starts right because like for me i read the title card and i was like oh they're gonna take this very seriously like, <laughs> i mean but again it requires me having that back back knowledge i don't know if that's the right decision for a broad audience to enjoy it like but also on the other side it sets me up to go like, oh, they're really going to take, they're going to take this seriously. They're going to give us a Mortal Kombat movie. And mm-hmm. then for you guys who have no, don't give a shit about getting a Mortal Kombat <laughs> uh-huh. movie, right? Like yeah. you saw that title card and you're like, uh-oh, what is yeah. They're going to, they're going to be digging their heels in here. Exactly. I, I was like, just, uh-oh. But if they had just, if they had just not had a title card at all. I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have set me up to think that they gave yeah. a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know. It's kind of where I am. They were playing with your emotions. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it seems like removing, removing the title card, the movie gets better, a whole letter grade. Well, I, yeah, it goes problem, to at least B plus for me. I guess the problem is that the title card is symptomatic of the rest of the movie, which is they keep saying shit they don't have to say, and then... I'm confused when it doesn't pay off. It's like the opposite yeah. of Chekhov's gun. The whole movie is the opposite of Chekhov's gun. There's guns laying everywhere, and at the end they say, "We don't need the guns." And I go, "Hold on, wait a minute." <laughs> All right, I Batman. Don't know. Just, they don't even mention the guns. I thought the editing. Um, you were talking about the editing and how you know cuts it makes. I thought every single cut made perfect sense. And oh, I even oh, should no. be careful with that one. Wait, dang it! There's, oh, it didn't work. There's I, literally I had this a thread of of all the terrible cuts in the Mortal Kombat movie that I was looking through this morning. Really? There's like several shot, several duplicate shots of like Melina in there, and there's also Oof. one shot of Kano. It's like a flash frame that I think they left in. What? <laughs> um, there's um, a flash frame in the movie. Well, the but, only reason uh, I said that is because I had my second camera, and it was gonna be so funny when I cut to it right when I said that, but for uh, some reason okay. it didn't work. Uh, so it's okay. But, Don't worry. B- bit ruined. Um, so anyway, moving, let's talk through the plot. So it opens 17th century Japan, uh, uh, Sub-Zero shows up at Scorpion's house mm-hmm. and who's married and it appears to be just a peaceful guy. He is implied that he was part of a very important clan of mm-hmm. ninjas and warriors, mm-hmm. but has now pursued a peaceful life. It's unclear whether or not he has participated in the tournament before or if there are tournaments currently going on at this time. But either way, Sub-Zero comes, and then one of the things I like is, like, beats him fair and square. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't really cheat. He doesn't, like, throw dirt in his eyes. He just, like, he beats him, and I'm like, oh, I guess he's better. And then, uh, but Scorpion, because his family died in the act, swears revenge, Um, except his whole family wasn't killed. There's a baby that survived. And Raiden shows up and takes the baby away. I I will say um, one thing. I was just I, I, I thought it was a lot. Uh, he went to go get water from that creek. Mm-hmm. Felt like that creek was like thirty miles away. Really? Yeah, like, it took him it, a lot longer. It took to a get long back. time, but he still was close enough to hear his wife scream. 
But, but he not... didn't hear the other people get killed. No. Yeah. Or, nor and the he... whole village was slaughtered. Yeah, and everyone was getting slaughtered and killed, but it was still, like, maybe, mm-hmm. like, a five-minute walk at, at most. Yeah, well, there's this movie in general has a lot of... I don't know that the screenwriters know what distance is. <laughs> um, because they do that comes up later on in the film later where i don't think they know what distance is um so anyway he dies the the daughter's taken fast forward to present day and uh and there's a prop large prophecy text screen <laughs> setting mm-hmm. up that there's a tournament the outworld has won nine out of the ten tournaments if they win the last tournament then they get to invade um but there's a bunch of heroes who are going to be assembled and to fight back um we, we meet Cole, who is an MMA, amateur MMA fighter. His, yep. The guy tells him that the problem with him is that he has no offense and is, is only defense, and that's why he loses. Then we proceed to watch a fight where he has only offense and no defense, and he loses. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, why would you say anything? Yeah. You could have just been yeah. like, you're not good. But it's like they forgot what they said in the scene prior. Um, or just say you have no heart or some yeah, shit. Like make up something abstract. Up, yeah. Why do you say something specific and then do the exact or, opposite? Or maybe something or may considering you know where it's going, you could have the guy say like, listen, kid, if you could take more of a beating, you'd be unstoppable. Sure. Boom. But they say they literally go, you have no offense and you have you, you, you're all defense. And then we watch a fight where he beats the shit out of a guy. And as soon as he tries to defend himself, he fails. So, yes. OK. Well, um, and then it set up that uppercut line with the girl, remember? You know, she goes, she give him your uppercut! Yeah. Huge payoff. Huge payoff there. Yeah, then we get ADR of it later on in the movie, so yep. it feels like they may have forgotten. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. the memory of her saying that. It was in the his mind. The memory of her saying it. Um, but, uh, so then we also find out that Prophecy Be Damned, Shang Tsung has decided to just send uh, Sub-Zero out to just murder everyone yeah. who represents the Earth Realm. Cheaters! Um, all the Earth Realm champions, because they're a bunch of cheaters. Um, so, uh, Cole goes out to Yogurt with his sister-daughter mm-hmm. and his wife-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Who is and, eating outside. Uh, yep. while, the, while, then, the rest, while the other two eat inside. And then... Uh, <laughs> Maybe he just pays. You know. I don't then, know what's going on. Sub-Zero shows up to kill him because he's he is basically an assassin. Mm-hmm. Jax shows up and says, get in my SUV. Let's get out of here. They they try and escape. But in the escape process, Jax stays behind, gets his ass basically handed to him by uh, by Sub-Zero. Um, arms frozen, broken off. And but before he, that happens, he's like, you got to go find this person, Sonya Blade Cole, because you're in danger because you got that birthmark. And you're one of us. Yep. Um, I, I would like yep, to say Brian, that the mo- the moment that Jax got his arms broken off, the, his frozen arms, that was like the moment where I was like, I, I, I like this movie. I'm into that this. That was cool. This is cool. Uh, that I was, was a cool yeah. scene. Again, I think as YouTube videos, mm-hmm. this, this movie felt right. kind of like a fan film, like a really expensive fan film mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah. like, if you watched it as like five minute YouTube videos, you're like, oh man, that was really cool how Batman fought Deadpool. But I would never want to watch a whole movie of it you right. know? Uh-huh. <laughs> because to, to get to that point, like, I don't need any of that. And that's kind of what this movie felt like to me. Um, so then Cole finds Sonya at her hideout um, and she has been researching 
all this stuff about you know this is insane this this part is insane we get to see a night wolf cameo um i'm sure that was really cool for you guys seeing night wolf i'm trying to remember anyway which one she's he there's a she's like she's talking about like the the history of this tournament and then Uh there's a picture of uh oh i missed that i missed that a a picture on a wall yeah i totally missed (laughs) that one um i bet that was really cool though if you knew it but here's the thing she doesn't have a mark that's right and we find out that there is someone there who does kano a mercenary leader of the black dragon clan who has his mark because he killed someone who had a mark yeah yeah which uh, uh, yeah ryan go ahead so kano seems like a smart guy right uh mm-hmm. why when when sonya blade offered him three million dollars to go do this whole mission with her how come he didn't say show me the money all right you know like he he literally it's said if, you, if you're lying right? about this later mm-hmm. i'm going to kill you after we do yeah. all the work after we go on the plane and do all mm-hmm. and skydive across the world his plane everything yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's like wait you don't say um yeah let me I, i'm gonna need to see that three million dollars so when you think about chartering that plane like three million dollars right. he's barely gonna walk away with anything when it's all said and done fuel, <laughs> fuel and yeah. everything but, oh, yeah. Million, yeah. Anyway, while they're there, they're telling him about the stuff. Kano's there, and he's clearly a bad dude. But then Reptile shows up, who's like a basically a lizard monster that Shang Tsung sends to kill more of the Earth Realm people and cheat. Um, but they defeat Reptile, and Kano pulls his heart out. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm unchained, so I'm going to leave now. And then, like Ryan said, <laughs> Sonya said... He's and he's like, by the way, all that stuff, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, because there's a special yeah, like, temple. Oh, yeah. I used to run guns train. through that mystical temple. I used, I used to run guns through the mystical. temple. No, you didn't. That doesn't make <laughs> any on. sense. That doesn't make any well, sense. There's, it's occupied. Yes, he did. I yeah, yeah, I didn't really get why Kano knew that. I missed that line. <laughs> <laughs> to, move, to move the plot along is what I, I, yeah. I, I think I was just like you know I was still like well he he he, he took his heart that's cool and then I so I missed mm-hmm. the whole like line cool. but I think that it is in terms of intention of this film there is a lot of stuff that like it gives you something and then it goes like and then it suddenly talks really fast like the end of a prescription medication commercial yes. <laughs> and you're like wait hold on what did you just say yeah. um, so so they trick Kano who is a scene stealer. Again, credit where credit is due. This dude's fucking great. He's a great Kano. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have a metal face. He just gets scratches. But still, sure. Um, different yeah. take. All, I'm fine with it. He's super charismatic and super fun. And at this point, I was like, okay, all right, we got Kano now. And he's really fun. So, like, this is going to be fun. They get on a plane. Um, Cole has a nightmare about Scorpion. Uh, and then... They forgot about so the then dreams. They, they realize that they have to jump out of the plane to get where they're going. Now, this is something I was a little confused by because they land and they say, where is it? And he goes, it's 30, 35 days walk that way. Why did they jump like, out just a couple hours later? <laughs> I mean, that's that's like way off target. That's like if <laughs> yeah. you that's like crazy if you far for off. Florida. And you jumped out in like Texas or whatever, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. Oregon. And then now people, I a preemptive response. People are going to say, "Oh, he was clearly joking." I've done comedy. <laughs> you could say I've done comedy. I know a thing or two. And uh, and 
that's not a joke. That's a lie. <laughs> well, that's like when people goes, oh, I was just pranking, bro. I'm like, no, you were lying. Yeah. Um, and way. you're going to walk 35 days without even knowing if you have that $3 million in your pocket. I and mean, no supplies. They and no, yeah, no, no supplies. food, no, no water. water. Just, no water. Yeah. Um, so I assume it is. I assume it was just a, a shitty joke. And so they go about five feet, as far as I can tell. Kano has to sit down and rest. Uh, Liu Kang shows up. Yep. Which the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, was he just walking through the desert too? But I think he thought he knew they were coming, so he met them at probably like the 15-day mark or something. He probably <laughs> saw um, you know, fallen. Yeah. Um, but again, we, you know, mo- this movie doesn't really know what distance is. Um, right. So... Liu Kang goes, what's up? He shows him he has magic powers. And he's yeah. like, listen, you train hard enough. You too can get a magic power customized to you. Um, and uh, well, sometimes and so it's a magic they, power. Sometimes it's a cool accessory. Yeah, it depends they go to on the temple. Yeah. yeah, they go to the temple. Raiden goes, this is our sanctuary. This is where we train Earth Realm warriors. Sorry, I didn't find you sooner. Um and I'm glad that you just happened to show up. That was very lucky of me, um, <laughs> the protector of this realm. <laughs> uh, but you're here now and you're safe. So let's get to training. Uh, we also find out that Jax has been given tiny robot arms to replace yes. his big muscular Little tiny, arms. yep. yep. <laughs> Little tiny robot arms. They look very silly. T-Rex arms. <laughs> and they're like, sorry, this is the best we can do. Um, tiny and weak robot arms, uh, I want to add, because that's important. Um, Can I add one all, thing? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, so when so Raiden, look, I know this is a new movie, mm-hmm. but when you have a performance like Christopher Lambert gave, mm-hmm. why recast? Just give, you know, like. I mean, that's I feel all that I, way about basically everyone except for Kano, who Kano is also fucking yeah. great in the first movie, but uh, but British. Sonya, in my opinion, Sonya is kind of worse. And yeah. I, I like Sonya. I don't know why worse. she gets so much shit in this pod. Because she's good. she was she was uh played by uh, Billy Madison girlfriend yeah. in, in the original one. 90s oh. 90s hard crush for for most for most Pretty dudes. much everybody, yeah. I thought um this Sonya was very but, attractive. Well, it would have been nice if you were there in the temple because she's with this group and then she's like, all right, let's get work. She's the only person there with any sort of motivation. And Raiden goes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, don't you dare <laughs> even right. think for one fucking second that I'm going to train your ass. Yeah. You don't have a mark. They are get dicks the fuck about out it. of here. Why don't you go sh- sit on the fucking brown toilet and you oh wait, go, go. Why don't you massage Jax's robot arms? That's basically mm-hmm. what they say. Right? <laughs> And she's um, just kind of like, okay. Then she yeah. kills Kano. So, so then they're at the tournament. So then they're at the temple, and immediately, <laughs> immediately the bad guys just show up there, and they're like, "All right, so you're at the temple now, so we're gonna kill you all there." And then Kung Lao pops out of the ground, teleports out of the ground, um, and then saves Liu Kang from from getting killed, um, and and he's cool. But then then Shang Tsung brings all his cronies in and then it's like, all right, Raiden, I'm just going to ki- can I just kill these guys now? And Raiden goes, no, these are this is my squad, even though they only accidentally got here. Yep. And this is but this is my team. Mm-hmm. And you better believe we're going to train for that tournament. And I hope you're ready 
buster, and then he puts up a shield and forces them out to now they can train uh, safely, right? Okay. Yeah. Are we go- yeah. That's what happens. I'm with you. Chime in at any point. Well, I was just gonna, you should mention the art. Uh, I'm just Akana, loving it. Or just Arcana. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's the the whole point of their training is to discover their uh, arcana, uh, arcana, their arcana. Um, and so that's a special, that's basically a special move. Yeah, is like allow is the quarter circle forward. We're trying to figure out where your quarter circle forward is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> and, and everyone, and so I think. It's it's weird though because it's kind of unclear what an arcana means, which is one of my favorite things yeah. about the whole movie. So for Luke Kang, it's a fireball. We mm-hmm. find out after a really awkward dinner where everyone just shits on Kano, <laughs> and I was like, "What is going on?" Like it was to make yeah. him angry, but yeah. like it's like the most awkward Thanksgiving dinner yes. ever. <laughs> um, it worked. Where K- it worked. It did work, um, but it made me like all of the characters less except for Kano, like, yeah. which is another weird thing that the movie does. As soon as Kano in- is introduced, it feels like the movie shifts its perspective and it starts focusing. And Kano, there are so many scenes where Cole is just standing out of focus in the background. Yeah. And people are explaining things to Kano, which I think is just hilarious when you introduce a new character so kano gets a magic power he can shoot a laser beam out of the eye that got scraped so that's his magic power Uh kung lao's Uh magic power is he can control his hat yeah i love that hat and teleport and teleport yeah but he only does the teleport once but the hat's a lot cooler than you think the hat is really cool that's cool um and then uh and so they train they're really shitty really garbage Kano gets uh, sw- swept a bunch, um, which is a reference to basically like the first game where you could like sweep people over and over again, which yeah. is like a weird reference, but sure. Because he's um, like, you always do that move. Or he's like, is that yeah. your only move? Yeah. Like, ah, it's like a, that's I get what it. people do in yeah. the arcade. It's just a really weird thing yeah. to like. <laughs> That's what up, I do with okay. That's what I do with Jax. Jax is my my character, and I mm-hmm. and I just do his ground pound with his arm thing, and yeah. then that's all I do, mm-hmm. and I win sometimes. Um, so Shang Tsung says they got a shield now. I got to recruit even more of my warriors. I don't know that there's an outworld birthmark. I think Shang Tsung lets anyone who's willing to participate participate, which I think is pretty progressive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so he recruits all of our favorites. We got Melina, who yep. kind of just looks like a person. Um, we got Cabal, who actually really cool design and speaks with a New York accent. Yeah, and I want to know. Like, there's things that I want to know your story. Like, how did Cabal come to be an outworld warrior when he's clearly he clearly was like selling pizzas? <laughs> like, yeah, he also he had like, a backstory with Kano, too. Yeah, which is a game reference thing because Cabal is like an enemy of Kano because they, he Kano is the reason that he has to wear the mask. Anyway, um, and then of course Natara. Yep. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, and then my personal <laughs> favorite pick, who you know, if I was saying let's make a movie about Mortal Kombat, I mean the first character I'd say has to be there would be Cole Young, but my second would be General Reiko. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Play, played by uh, Rictus Erectus which from, is just so, from Mad Max. Which is just so funny to me that 
they went through <laughs> this list. There's like 500 characters. And so many and, and that are like very recognizable. They said Reiko, which is I that, think is great. Is that funny because he's not a very big character for the, for yeah. the people who don't know what you're talking about? Uh. I played every single game and I had to go... Reiko? And okay. Then I kinda, <laughs> and then I Googled him and I was like, okay, they meant Reiko. Where um, the fuck was Johnny Cage? That's the only person well, you, I know. Did you watch to the end of the movie? No. <laughs> Wait, okay. after the credits? <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, so we'll get there. It's just um, the end of the movie. So that, no, we're, not, we're like, we still have like two thirds left. Well, I did watch um, to the end of the movie, but I, are you saying there was a, there was a post credit scene? Uh, no, it was yeah, the end yeah. of the, we'll get there. The very last we'll shot. Get um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, and, and so anyway, okay. So anyway, we have uh, we have this huge squad, and so he's like, "All right, let's get in. Let's get in that temple because I really can't wait for this tournament. Even though you guys have won every single fight, we can't wait for this tournament." And it seems like so, they have every advantage in the world. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I don't so understand then, why he's so desperate. To, wh whatever. Yeah. And then Cabal's like, Cabal's like, I'd love to get a chance to get some revenge on Kano. So he goes to Kano and offers him a bunch of money. <laughs> I mean, I will admit, you know, like Kano just being uh, so easily flipped as such was a little, little bit yeah, of a stretch. Well, Cabal literally goes like, think of a number and double it. Then double it double again. It again. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I yeah, guess I'm in that world now, okay. which, is, which I guess is more than three million. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it's just, it, I again, I don't think it would have been as jarring if it wasn't for the fact that it felt like Kano was the protagonist at that point in the film, um, for me at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Kano destroys the shield with his laser eye, and so they're like, all right, goody goody. We can get in there and then we can destroy. We can now we can kill all these heroes. So they have a big fight. Um, and I mean, someone someday maybe can do a breakdown scene like shot by shot breakdown. Characters literally disappear into thin air during this fight. scene. Well, that's because some yeah. of them have that power, James. That's true. That's fair. It, it takes place in their little training circle. And there's like a moment where. Jax is fighting another guy and there's and there's another guy, but they show them both and they're missing in each other's backgrounds. Um, <laughs> Shang Tsung just kind of stands in one spot the whole time, but is constantly blipping in and out of existence. Either way, there's some wins. There's some losses. We get a really cool fatality from Kung Lao. Mm -hmm. yep. Tara shows up. She screams a bunch. She jumps at him and then he rides her rides her pretty easily and cuts her in half and gets a flawless victory. That's right. Um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, Reiko hits Jax with a hammer and his tiny arms can't handle it. And, uh, and Kano betrays everyone and beats up Sonya. Kung Lao fights Cabal for like a little bit. And then it's unclear what kind of happens after that. Um, and let's see, Cole fights Goro cause Cole, Got frustrated. He left. And then Raiden he, was he, like, he yeah. was gone, right? Yeah. Well, he's he gone was getting home. frustrated. And then, and Raiden was like, why don't you just leave already? The, fr so then, the yeah. frustration scene, though, is because they're trying to unlock his arcana. So the mm -hmm. solution is they just have Kano beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. He's just standing yeah. there and Kano is hitting him and he's not supposed to do yeah. it. And he's just, Kano is kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> I, that was supposed to work. 
Well, but then even later after that, he's looking at a picture of his family. And he's like, I hope right. they're okay. And then right. Raiden shows up and he's like, why don't you get out of here, you pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> and so, so Cole, Cole's like, okay. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I was just going to say, the, the, the thing about how Kano had his big turn there, I, I part of me liked it in the sense that like, it's like, okay, these characters are just fucking ruthless. It's like the Expendables mm -hmm. or something, where it's like, they'll all backstab each other, they don't care about mm -hmm. each other. And I, I kind of like all of your characters being that level of just mm -hmm. kind of scumbags who are going to, you know, uh, kill you yeah. if they can, in a way. Yeah. It is weird, though, that it's like, at a certain point, I was like, why would any, do I really believe any of these people would fight for the honor of Earthrealm? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, because like, again, the only person who, like, has that is Cole. He's the mm -hmm. only person who has like a birthmark from his lineage. Then the rest of them have just kind of accidentally gotten it by like killing yeah. someone right. else who probably should have been there instead. Um, uh, so, so they have the big fight. Cole goes home, but turns out that Shang Tsung isn't going to let him survive. So no. he sends Goro to his barn and, uh, and then they have a big fight there where Goro fights and it's fine. I think it's fine. A fine fight. It is weird though, because in the 95 film, Goro has like an actual personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you kind of like get, but he's like just kind of a screaming monster in this, but it's, he looks good and the fight's cool. And he does some grab his arms and stretch him and stuff. Um, I thought, I thought uh, Cole was going to become Scorpion. Like, yeah, I thought he was like his as his, uh, you know, great, great, great grandson or whatever. He was going to like be get those powers mm -hmm. or like his his arcana mm -hmm. was was Scorpion. You know, yeah. he was going to become Scorpion. So I was surprised to, to find out that he was like some sort of like whatever he was. Yeah. Yeah, well, his so again, yeah. back he's the got that Iron arcana. Man power from whatever. His, his arcana is that he gets to have armor like an armor chest suit and if mm -hmm. he gets really angry then he gets like tongfas no i, I think it's if he gets he he absorbs the damage he gets hit it's like yeah it's like boom, boom, he's boom, like boom. black panther like black panther where he that's takes what a it was black panther and stuff and then he can transfer that energy in a powerful way yeah um and so so now he has a defense right wow except uh. We were told at the beginning of the movie that that's all he had. So well, but see now, now he has an offense because his offense is but his defense. That was clearly a typo sure. that they just filmed and left sure. it. But if they had that, if they had that coach not say anything, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it makes sense. He lost yeah. the fight because yeah. he didn't have a defense. Um, so anyway, Cole has has unlocked his magic power, and then he so then he beats up Goro and kicks him with the finisher. It's pretty cool. Cuts his arm off and stuff. And then uh and then I like that we I watching it a second time I realized that they just leave the body there for like hours. Yeah. Because then at the end of the movie when Shang Tsung's taking the body back, it's still he's still just lying in the farm. <laughs> um <Yep. laughs> uh so so then Cole's like, oh I need to go help my squad. I have my arcana now and I need to help my squad. And uh, and so also along the way, since Sonya was in danger, covered in a boulder in a really weird way, because she's like when he lifts it up, she's just like kind of completely conscious in the fetal position. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he unlocks his as well, which is bigger robot arms, mm -hmm. which yeah. is 
again, I don't know how it works. I really don't know how his arcana. What would his arcana be if he didn't lose his arm? Exactly. Yeah. It's like robot arms. Like I, maybe. Maybe just bigger normal arms. Maybe. Uh, but either way, so they he now now everyone's got their arcana unlocked except for Sonia. Um, unfortunately, Kung Lao is dead because Shang Tsung just grabs him and sucks his soul out. It's real easy. I thought um, Sonia had purple purple energy. Not yet. She, she gets get it later. Yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Yet. My yeah. bad. Um, so then they Cole is the leader now, and he comes up with a plan. And he said, you know, let's separate them. And and then if we separate them, we can defeat them all. And then we all team up and beat Sub-Zero and it'll be great. So then Raiden reveals that he has the magic power to teleport anyone at anyone, anytime, literally anywhere (laughs) that he didn't use when his heroes were lost or getting killed or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he just magically teleports people into different locations so they can have Mortal Kombat fights. Reiko, of course, fights Jax because Jax goes, give me Reiko. Um, And uh, and then they fight on the pit. Cool. But no one gets knocked in the pit. Boo. Um, (laughs) That's a big boo for me. Yeah, Yeah, he should have smashed his because he smashed his face, which was cool. Yeah. Then he should have knocked him into the pit. Just just something. Get somebody in that goddamn pit. Yeah. Um, and then we have Sonia fight Kano at her house. Um, and a couple weird things. Kano gets teleported in and isn't at all like, why am I here? Like he literally gets teleported <laughs> yeah. in and he's like, all right, I'm going to go inside. Like, um, but she's like hiding. She's like doing like weird hide and seek stuff to fight him. And then at some point she throws something at his eye which short circuits it, which was really confusing for me. Oh, the second yeah. Movie. It was like, I mean, it was like water or something, right? It was like a thing from the It was like a liquid. Cabinet, but she threw like it at his I eye. I died or something. I died. I don't something. know. Something. Yeah, it was and like a bottle tried of to something. Do it and it, guess, it, yeah. it short circuited on him. And I was like, so what is an Arcana Electric? What is it? <laughs> Some are. <laughs> like, I, I'm very, I'm very confused. Um, she ends up defeating Kano using a, uh, lawn gnome that he spit on earlier in the movie oh yeah. um, that's where that came i was like yeah yeah where did that set up and pay off good good, good callback and then uh she gets his mark now because she has also arbitrarily defeated something mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then in a weird twist of immediately abandoning the plan for some reason cole and Liu kang decide to go to not split them up and decide to fight Cabal and Melina at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I thought that was a little weird, almost like they ran out of locations. Um, <laughs> almost. And, uh, but they fight and Liu Kang gets to do a cool fatality and his bicycle kick. Um, Is he the guy that goes, get over here? Not Scorpion. No, no. Scorpion. Okay. <laughs> Scorpion. I don't know. Maybe okay, the most okay. famous uh, line and uh-huh. character yeah. from the entire series. Yeah. Um, uh cole almost loses again to melina but then sonia shows up and she can fire magic rings now because that's her she figured out her arcana really quick yeah she was the best because she knew the whole fucking time and raiden said stay out of this yeah um but either way so then they're like all right we're all together and everyone else is defeated we need to go get sub-zero who has kidnapped cole's family and then cole goes i'll do it alone and then 
which is completely against the plan, and I don't know why. Makes that's no the case. sense. I thought he got tricked. I, also... I thought he got tricked. Well, he jumps into the shadow. Yeah, the smoke. because he because they have his his uh, sister daughter. His sister wives. Yeah. 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 And, but the thing is, but we just established that Raiden can teleport anyone anywhere. So it's very unclear why did, they didn't just come a couple seconds later. Maybe he didn't know where they were. They were at the MMA ring yep. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Where Sub Zero said, like, this will really fuck with him emotionally. Um, and, uh, and so then they fight. Uh, and then, oops, he gets blood on the, the kunai that scorpion had from the beginning of the movie and that literally literally un- raises scorpion back from the dead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. is literal the prophecy was literal the blood yeah um, wow. which was some- i mean something raiden probably should have done he should have been like immediately right could have I mean, still been a little you? more clear in the more. text yeah we need one more can i cut you immediately um and then so then cole punches a bunch of ice while Sub Zero and Scorpion <laughs> fight, the ice punching was cool. Um, it's also interesting too because it looks like he he starts punching the ice. I noticed them the second time. He starts punching the ice, and it makes like a power down noise, like his power isn't working. But I thought that Didn't the thing was that. his power. Like I thought, as long as he was wearing his like metal sweater, he was powered up. But I think he I has to be not. hit. Maybe he, the ice wasn't punching back, and that was yeah. the problem. <laughs> I didn't get that either. Yeah. Couldn't he just throw himself um, against the ice then? Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then we are getting. He was having a hard time s- with that ice. Yeah. Yeah. A pretty sweet fight between Scorpion and Sub Zero, where they do all their all their best moves and they fight each other, and then eventually Scorpion wins. And then does his fatality on Sub Zero. Get over here. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not uh, how it goes. But yeah, toast, it's toasty. Oh, or whatever. okay. Yeah, yeah never um, mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. There's also there's also a point where Scorpion says, "I am Scorpion now," and I don't know what that yep. means. Like, just, just if his know. like family crest was like a scorpion, or like even as he was like dying, he like reached out for a scorpion or if a scorpion had anything to do with it. It was just really weird yeah. that he goes, I am scorpion now. Um, this is hell name. Just calling himself by his cool. name. It's yeah. hell name. Yeah. I mean, it's a that, cool that name. Really, in the second one, they should have a, uh, uh, the, 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 the toasty man come on screen, you know, like, like we that, should follow the good, toasty yeah. man, you know, Tobias or whatever. I, I don't sure. know who that was. I um, see what that guy does in his free time. Uh, and so then they've, they've basically killed all of the people from Outworld who could have been ready for the tournament in time. No one was trained God. to get into the tournament in time. So Shang Tsung shows up and he was like, like, you guys suck. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, we listen, you tried to cheat. And then Shang Tsung, he's like, he's like, well, death is just another portal. And then so he takes all the bodies back probably because they're setting up for a sequel. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Mortal and Kombat then, in hell. Yeah. And then Raiden, Raiden sh- teleports Shang Tsung away. He hits him electricity and teleports him away. Very and it's like, easy. Why couldn't you do Very that every easy. other time he showed up? Every other yeah. time. Um, and, uh, and so now they did it, and they're really happy. But then, uh, then the last scene is... Cole back at the MMA ring getting ready for a f- oh no he's, he's retiring he's 
he's retiring, clearing out his locker because he's going to go look for more people with the mark, which yeah. is weird that Shang Tsung didn't know about these people because he seemed better informed than Raiden was about these other ones. Much and more the so. the camera pans over. He said, where are you headed? He's like, Los Angeles, Hollywood, California. He goes, who's there? He's like, someone I'm looking for. And the camera pans over, and it shows a brand new movie from Johnny Cage. That's right. There, Yeah, that's what you were talking about. Forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, And then that's that brings us to the end of the movie. And then that's then the credits roll on it. So. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. (laughs) I liked it. Okay. I mean, again, I, 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 the experience has been 50-50. The best that I can theorize is that I think I like good movies and I appreciate Mortal Kombat as like taking inspiration from all of those things. So it's weird that we got this other movie that is like almost just like gratuitous. They're like, it, it's just a fun loving thing. Whereas you have, it's like if you adapted Moby Dick into like a silly schlocky thing it's like but it's the source material is like solid like yeah yeah yeah. you know like why would you choose moby dick to do that like there's Um, so much to work with and it just yeah Mm. it did feel like it's it's weird it's just again for me it was weird choices like reiko not having a tournament like Cole Young is a character just in general, but then also ignoring him for half the movie. It's mm-hmm. just really weird things. And I also I also want to recommend to everyone here and anyone watching or listening to try and find the thread of the bad editing in Mortal Kombat, because it really is funny. Like there's like literal shots that are duplicated and, and stuff. <laughs> I, um, see, I, I, I do think part of your problem, James, is mm-hmm. when you talk when you go through and you talk about what happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't all add up. Uh-huh. And that's your problem. Well, you're there, oh, man. Oh, that's my problem. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. You're there. Thinking, you're, 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 you know, mm-hmm. you just need to experience what's I, happening moment to moment, not think about anything yeah. that happened before or might happen after. Yeah. Exactly. I get you. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think I need to watch it again for the third time, but in VR, like an Oculus. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah. So I'm only getting served... There's no other yeah. anything happening. Like it's sensory deprivation chamber in an Oculus or VR, and then I can only believe in the single moment. Every frame I take as a single frame, exactly. Not as a whole. Um, but again, I've it. actually been talking to a lot of people that like it and don't like it, and it's fun to talk about. It's not. It's not necessarily one of those movies that makes me angry to talk about. Suicide Squad, I hated. With a passion. Suicide yeah. Squad still reigns as like probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters. It's tedious. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a joyless. It's not even fun. Fucking it's not yeah, even fun. slog. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, any I, any final thoughts? We've already gone a little too long, but any final thoughts on uh, on Mortal Kombat 2021? No opinions are unwelcome. My, my, I, my, my only thought, well, it's, it's less about the movie and just more about the future of the franchise. Do you think they'll ever have a Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter movie that we'll get to watch? That'd be no. sick. Movie? Yeah, know. movie. I don't think that will ever happen. Fuck. Unless they, unless they I, figure I, out I, video game movies to the point that they are as successful as Marvel movies and they're mm-hmm. really looking for shit to do, that's when, yeah. that's when you might get into that territory, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. 
And, okay. and speaking of Street Fighter, I think Street Fighter would have probably been a better candidate because Street the Street Fighter movie is shitty. It's mm-hmm. great. And and the story, like the Street Fighter games narrative is like nonsense. Like it doesn't know what it is. It's completely <laughs> confused and like nonsense. But you can you can literally play Mortal Kombat uh, 11 and it's like there is a story mode and you're like, this is really good. So mm-hmm. it's so weird that like Street Fighter is the one we want. Street Fighter, give them Street Fighter oh, and yeah. then do whatever you want to in Street Fighter. We have like one good anime film and then that's it. Um Chris, thoughts? I mean, I think I've said it all. You know, you just gotta just gotta experience it moment to moment, and not we like much. It. Yeah, yeah. Just it's like okay. just be like, this is fun. I'm having fun in this moment, and you know, if you think about it hard, you might get hurt. <laughs> uh, so that's why you don't think too hard when you watch. Mm, it. That's fair. I I remember I I saw your tweet, and you were like, "This is the Mortal Kombat movie I always wanted as a kid," and I was like. But Mortal Kombat came out when we were a kid. And I right. liked that it one, too. Really we had two That was the one I Mortal always Kombat wanted as a kid, too. When we were kids. Oh, okay, yeah. I wanted them both. Your collection. This yeah, is just yeah. like, yeah, that was More. exactly what I wanted as a kid. And also, mm-hmm. this was, too. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. The problem, Patrick, though, is now you're an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, bad. It's the same. It's the same. More violent. My, yeah. my, my, anyway. What I wanted from a Mortal Kombat movie has not, been, has not changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right that's fine fair. fair that's fair um i liked the violence i thought that was a nice it was like oh Amen, finally brother. a mortal Kombat movie that actually has like mortal Kombat level violence in it uh not mm-hmm. even I, I mean they could the games are way way crazier with the violence but mm-hmm. this at least like had some attempt at, at being violent whereas the old one is just a lot of punching uh, the old movies um mm. but that that's as i and and kano was good other than that, I think that's as much praise as I can give this. There's a lot of just like, ugh, and kind of groaning throughout whenever like a, you know, whenever they say fatality. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's just, yes, I know. <laughs> I know that I'm I watching like- a Mortal Kombat thing. I Thank you for reminding me, though. It's, it, I think they it, should it, up the gore next one, personally. I agree. Harder I gore, agree. more yeah. violence, sure. more extreme. Yeah. Just go insane. Because that is, to me, the synthesized reason why I would ever turn this on. I want to see the fucked up gore. Give me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just take it, take it seriously. Like, they I, they do kind of take it seriously. But, like, the one thing with the, the Marvel shit, like you were saying, is they, they take that stuff and they just present it to you. And they do it in such a way. Maybe it's just marketing, but... Millions of people hear the phrase "infinity stones" and think and take it seriously and don't laugh at how stupid that sounds. So just take mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, just take the the source material seriously, even though it's mm-hmm. dumb, you know. And and just like I think make I don't know. It, it, it's just well, such to your a point weird about mess. Marvel. To your point about Marvel, you know they they take it seriously, but they also are very funny and they crack jokes about it. You know the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the whole time. So I think that you can kind of, I think that it is a good model for Mortal Kombat. You could take the story seriously, but also be poking fun at how ridiculous and absurd what we're watching yeah. is and the gratuitous violence and kind of do eat your eat your cake and eat it too or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think all all fantastic points. I would only add one last thing. If we're going to be making Mortal Kombat stuff, we should follow the game's lead, and we should put RoboCop in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, term, and Terminator. The new, 
Robocop is in every They have all these monsters and stuff in in, in Mortal Kombat now, and you kind of accept it with without like even batting an eye. And it's <laughs> amazing when you watch a Mortal Kombat gameplay that is like Terminator versus Robocop, where Ed Two Hundred Nine shows up and like helps. <laughs> robocop win like which would never happen if we're gonna see if we're gonna spiral out into that realm of properties that warner brothers can license or own that's Mm -hmm. i don't care about ready player one give me the mortal kombat verse of shit because i think that would i think that would be incredible if if there was a fight scene in the warehouse and right before jacks dies you go freeze dirtbag and then it's robocop (laughs) shooting dicks yeah because he's saying freeze to sub-zero oh there you yeah. go anyway anyway uh thank you guys so much for joining me for this sorry it went a little bit longer than usual sorry that we literally spelled through the entire plot of the movie um but uh but yeah this is a fun discussion regardless and thank you guys for joining me thanks for having us james thanks, thanks for, having me. for having me you got it and i think we'll be back next week with another episode of film house we're going to be talking about the falcon and winter soldier um we're going to be talking through that whole series i'm not sure who's going to be on but So make sure next week to get over here. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice job. Cut it, Cody.